Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Kick off your future with the law firm of Kandorian Murat. They'll help protect your assets and update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys. Visit kmlawyers.com and mention the show to score yourself a discount. That's kmlawyers.com. As we welcome you back in, live from Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria, Grant and Danny on the fan. Rudy's Golf's the best. They got a two-level driving range, top tracer tech, putt-putt courses, and a full restaurant in the sports bar we're sitting in now. Fun for the whole family. Go to rudysgolf.com. They are the new go-to spot for golf and entertainment. So we just went through all the names on Ben Standig's list he put together in the athletic as it pertains to coaching candidates. A couple of guys I would have had on this list that he didn't, including Ajiro Evro in Carolina with the Panthers. He's their really talented, young, star-in-the-making D coordinator. And also Frank Smith, the OC of one of the great offenses in the league in Miami, who works under Mike McDaniel. Obviously, he does not call plays, but neither is Brian Callahan, who's on this list, who's the OC uh, under uh, Zach Taylor. But it's a really good list. It's a really good piece, and you should go check out Ben's story. He did a nice job on it. Question now is, give us one name. Candidates that are realistic, that have been thrown around, that you would say you'd be thrilled if Washington hired that guy. And give us one name that you have no interest in. 800-636-1067 is the number. So the easy name is Ben Johnson at the top of a lot of people's lists. Everybody except for Chris Russell. But for the most of us, we're watching Jared Goff go through a renaissance for a couple of years. We're watching this this group with that's frankly not exceptional in, in a lot of spots, right? Uh, perform really, really well. So that's number one on, on, on my list. Number two for me is Mike McDonald. I think that's the next superstar. I think that's the next 20-year head coach. 36-year-old D coordinator Ravens. From, from Baltimore. Uh, then for me, it's kind of shuffle up and deal. The, the Shane Waldrons, the Frank Smith. And this is without ever really getting to know them on a daily basis, like sort of looking from afar to work. They've accomplished the You don't in. know them on a daily basis? No. I mean, I, it's oh. not like I see them at the podium every week and, and I'm listening to everything they're saying. I'm kind of looking from the out from a – you know, uh, what's not magnifying glass? What's, uh, what's the telescope? That's uh, what I'm microphone at. glass. Microphone glass. Uh, so the last three for me, it's Waldron, Frank Smith, and uh, Brian Callahan. I would go Ben Johnson one. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Frank Smith two. Brian Callahan of the Bengals three. Dave Canales of the Bucks four. 
and then it's a grab bag at five. I might insert my first defensive coordinator there and make it a Jiro Evero from Carolina, but I just have a hard time putting him ahead of offensive guys like Bobby Slowick or even Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I, you know, I, I would I would go with the young star DC first timer like McDonald or Evero over Harbaugh, but man, do I hope this is an offensive-minded hire. All right, let's go to the phones. Start with line one, Ray in Clinton. Who you got? Who's your one guy you want, one guy you don't? The one guy I want would be Mike McDonald out of Baltimore. And the reason why? Because I think he could poach Todd Munkin from Baltimore to be our OC. So we'll take care of two. We'll kill two birds in one stone. We got a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator. And the name that better not never come out of nobody's mouth for him to come here is Bill Belichick. And I'm out of here. Oh, I love that. Well, excellent call there. That's died down a little bit, luckily. I still just don't see that as remotely realistic. It makes no sense. In the same way that I understand why you'd hire Jim Harbaugh, and it makes no sense to me here with all of the tea leave reading that we're doing, the Belichick thing to me has never made a lot of sense at all in terms of being a fit. So I don't think you'll have to worry about it. That works for me, though, in terms of guys I'd be upset with. Yeah, I would say no to that. And, again, this is a Hall of Fame head coach, obviously, but I don't think he's just a coach anymore. I think if he's coming into your building, it means he's in charge of everything, and his non-coaching stuff is even worse than Rivera's, which is already unacceptable. That's why we're moving on. Other names that are on my list of that would upset me, Lou Romo of the Bengals, nearly a 60-year-old defensive coordinator, retread. I think Dan Quinn's a hell of a coach. I think he probably deserves another head job. And you'd be taking him away from Dallas. Like, mm-hmm. that would be a massive loss for the Cowboys mm-hmm. while you're pulling him into your building. But I just don't want to do the, you've already been a coach, gotten to a Super Bowl elsewhere. Now I'm asking you to scale the mountain again in a second place, which is so hard to do. Yeah, the list of people I'd be upset with is actually pretty short. I mean, Belichick's on there. I don't know that I'd be angry. I wouldn't love Lou Anaromo, but... I could deal with Steve Wilkes, who I think is probably an underrated coach. I could deal with oh, Dan come on. Quinn. If they announce Steve Wilkes next week. It wouldn't, I wouldn't do, be doing spin kicks, but I wouldn't be you'd angry. You'd be disappointed, right? Yeah, I'd go, eh, that's probably not what I would have done, but I'm trusting a new regime that, that's got you know, a vision in mind. I, uh, I, I think I would be. There's a lot of things that could lead to me being disappointed. Angry, I guess, is a different category. That's a shorter list. But if it's someone who's been around forever and coached defense a lot, I'm probably not going <laughs> to be. You're not thrilled. I'm, I'm probably going to be pretty salty. I get that. Let's go to Dave, who's in Reston on G&D. Hey, Dave, how are you? Good afternoon, boys. Body. So this is kind of, hey, body. This is kind of going to be a Michigan homer take. So um, they sh- hopefully they should take uh, Ben Johnson or Harbaugh. Um, I, I think um, the better fit would be actually Jim. Um, I think he's going to win the Natty over Washington, right? Then job is done, right? You get to dot the I's, cross the T's. I definitely think he'll be coaching in the NFL this year, whether it's in Washington or so somewhere too. else. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think he's leaving for the NFL. Uh, I think so, too. But <laughs> in a sad sort of way, uh, being a uh, from Michigan, growing up there, you know, um, we're enjoying all this 
success right now, but we're going to be gutted over the next, next year or so. I, for the coach that I do not want to see, it's just Eric, the enemy. Um, he's, he's got a place. He's a good play caller. I don't see him as a head coach. I, I don't want him here. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you, dude. I don't know if he is a good play caller. I mean, I'm not saying he's not, but this I year is know. not a definitive answer that he is. How, how could you say that? This year has gone off the rails offensively. And we might look back in a few years. He went to Pittsburgh, and Pickett took off, and then he got a head coaching job. And now him and some guy who's a freshman in college right now are making sweet music and getting to NFC Championship games with you know, the, the Saints or something, mm-hmm. right? Like, all that's possible. But what we have to go on as a play caller is this year. And Sam Howell went from being pretty good early on to bad at the end of the season. The offense went from being solid, okay, but not great, but solid against bad offenses, defenses rather, to late in the season as an offense when they play good defenses being terrible. So I just have a hard time looking at this year. Like someone asked me, they're like, why not be enemy as the head coach? And this is a much larger conversation. But you've got questions about relatability with players. We've talked about whether they're just losers in a loser mentality or you know, if he needs to – change his style a little bit, as Rivera once suggested in a press conference, to become a head coach in today's NFL because you can't talk to kids the way you used to, whether they're 22-year-old, 24-year-old football players or they're you know, servers at a restaurant that you own. It's a different era, right? That's one possibility and reality for adjustments he has to make. But there's also going to be questions about how good of a job did he do this year. I like throwing the football. No one basically – there's not much precedent for throwing it as much as he did mm-hmm. with a young quarterback without running it, right? So I think he's going to have a lot of questions to answer. Here's the bottom line, Danny. They had a chance to give him a several-week opportunity to run the team, and they didn't do it. They easily could have fired Rivera. They had an assistant head coach with that title in their building who everyone has said is three or four years overdue for a head coaching job. And instead of firing Rivera to give Bienemy that look, they decided – now we're good. So the Chiefs may or may not have been bringing him back, but we're, we're elevating Nagy essentially. They helped find him a home, but he wasn't going to stay there. Yeah. Washington is going, eh, I'm not so sure. That's telling to me too. Like that's multiple spots. It's a lot a of data points. Here. Yeah, and again, it's, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. I think he already should have been a head coach. Well, I agree with that. If you're and, the OC of a team, I don't care if you call plays or not, it's an AFC title game every year and win Super Bowls. Yeah. You should get a head coaching job. That's kind of my feeling. And the other, the other part is I'm saying I don't want him to be the head coach here. So, you know, it, I'm sort of arguing against myself. But this year, to your point, just hasn't wowed anybody. They're, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Look at the numbers. Look at the rankings. Look where they are. And if you want to blame the personnel, that's fine. Then you, you had to make a similar case for Scott Turner then, who's not going to be an OC anytime soon. So, I don't know. It's, um, it, and, and it's a guy that I'm still rooting for, by the way. And what everybody wanted to have happen, where, he, where everybody used each other this year, I don't mean that in a, in a sinister way, like to the good. Washington was supposed to get a good OC. He was supposed to prove that he could run that side of the building by himself to catapult himself to, to a head coaching job. Nobody really got it this year. No one really got that design didn't work. Let's go to Pat in Alexandria on Grant and Danny. Pat, you are live on the fan. How are you? Doing good, guys. So hey, there's one name you guys haven't really mentioned a lot. Uh, Bobby Slowick from the Houston Texans, OC. He was in Washington for a bit. He was with he the Niners. 
he is coming in to take the second pick in the draft. He took C.J. Shroud at the second. No, he didn't, but took a second pick C.J. Shroud quarterback and totally flipped the Houston offense in one season. Uh, you love the pass happy, very high passing this year for the Houston Texans. I think Bobby Slowick should be the guy that they should have number one on their list for next season. So Bobby Slowick, who we talked about uh, when we were going through Standing's piece at the end of last hour, is a 36-year-old second-generation coach. His brother is a linebacker's coach for the Dolphins, Ryan Slowick. His dad, Bob, was Mike Shanahan's right-hand man and longtime D coordinator in Denver. He was the secondary coach under Jim Hazlitt here during the Shanahan era. And as I mentioned last hour, Bobby was the assistant linebacker's coach at that time. That was a team I was on the beat and covered for four years. So I was around Bobby Slowick for four straight years, albeit in a different role. Like, we were both kids. He's a year older than me. I was 21 through, like, 23 at that time. And he was in his young 20s basically helping a guy named Lou Spanos coach the linebackers. But I say all this to say I think if I wasn't around him and I didn't see him as a little kid, I'll probably have greater respect that makes sense so I don't want that to be held against him like just because when I saw him he was eight million miles away from being a head coach it's like when you go home Mm -hmm. and you see your best buddy's brother and you haven't seen him since he was eight but now he's 19 and he walks in the room and like an hour before that if he brought up his brother you're picturing an eight-year-old kid you see what I'm saying totally so that that is my like (laughs) prejudice is the wrong word but like why it's hard for me to see the slow thing but if I take all that out of the equation I just look at the resume, and his name was Bobby Ruye, and I didn't know him at all. He's been with Kyle Shanahan since 2017. Awesome. Uh, he, yeah, the resume speaks for itself. He this year had the, the rookie of the year on offense as his quarterback, who became in, an incredible prospect as the year went on. His play calling got better and better. He went from running too much, being too predictable on first and ten, to really opening his offense up. Like It's a Kyle Shanahan-heavy, San Francisco offensive tree more open receivers than pretty much anyone in the league this year kind of resume. Like, I should, I should be salivating over all that. I think he's probably a year away. The people I talk to say he needs another year at the podium and kind of learning how to deal with people and all those things. But, but the results, you, man. But you don't get yeah. this many shots. Like, True. You may not get to hire a coach again. for even if the you, know, you hired Rivera. He has not been good the entire time. It's been four years, right? Best case scenario – if it's not working out, you might be hiring a coach again in two years. He's probably somewhere else. So if you like the guy, mm-hmm. it's better to be early than late. Exactly. The Sean McVay corollary, right, where it's, yeah, he may not be ready. Well, you're not going to get this chance again. and Maybe let him grow into it. But it's, it's really true about our sample that we saw. Like, the, the example I'll give you is, remember Neil Walker played the major leagues for a number of years? Pirates. Right? Really good player, Pirates, Mets. I never thought he was any good. The reason is I played with his older brother, Matt. And when I met Neil Walker, he was pudgy, and he ate – he was like an 11-year-old pudgy dude, and one of my teammates got him to eat like four ketchup packets mixed with four relish packets. And I was like, this this little kid is a good Major League Baseball player? Like, I refuse to accept it until he, like, killed the Nats a couple times in, in, in some key series. But you're right. That early sample kind of colors you. Of course he's not the same kid he was when he was 11 years old. He's a Major League Baseball player, for goodness sakes. But it reminds me of that where the stories and things that I heard about a guy that was, what, 22, 23 at the time? You know, what if you judged Mike McDaniel? By those same criteria, you'd miss out on one of the offensive minds of the, of the century. Let me get within five points here. I'm going to guess his career batting average was 282. Neil Walker? Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to say. Here we go. Neil Walker. I don't think it's that high. 
I was my original thought was 279, but I don't know why. I think he could be in the mid 280s. I'm going to guess 271. 271. Looking for Neil Walker. Got a 5-point cushion here. 11-year big league career by the way for Neil Walker. Neil Walker career batting average 267. Ooh, you you're right there, right where you need to be. Yeah. What if you take out the last few years? Because man, did he! You know, the, look at the fall off here. Dude, there's yeah, it's it's a drop. That's what. That's it's, what a pre- it's a precipitous drop off. <laughs> that's a good pitch. Yeah. Grant and Danny on the fan. Uh, we will squeeze in a couple more of your thoughts. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven on the coaching search, which is set to officially kick off presumably on Monday. Plus, want to get into Hogs Haven's list of some of the big blunders of this regime and see what we agree and disagree with. You're listening to The Fan. We are live at Rudy's Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. GD here on the fan live at Rudy's Golf from Kingstown, Alexandria, featuring a double deck driving range with top tracer technology, not one but two putt putt courses and a full restaurant. It's fun for the whole family. Visit Rudy'sGolf.com. Rudy's Golf, the new go to spot for golf and entertainment. Darius, it's been a while. You may have lost where this is on the board altogether. I'm going to need to hear a little Ryan Explains It All theme music. Here we go. At your earliest leisure, sir. Wow. Quick on the draw right there. This guy doesn't mess around. Mm. We are live, as Danny said, at Rudy's Golf. I just grabbed a monthly events right sheet. There. Yep. I'm looking at the monthly events. That is what that says. Figure we could go rapid fire through some of these and just get Ryan's thoughts on them. Yeah. They have a vision board workshop mm-hmm. on January 4th. That's tonight from 7 to 9 
p.m. What's a vision board? What's a vision board? A vision board is going to be something kind of like looking into your future. Maybe you're going to be sitting across someone who may know a thing or two about the future. They may just tell you just what your future looks like oh. going forward. So maybe next weekend they may see me at a McDonald's drive-thru on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the vision. Maybe they see me in the future at Rudy's Golf on Tuesday, hitting golf balls with friends, drinking some beers, and hanging out. That's the vision. Barack Obama style. Let me be clear. Yeah. So this is like a tarot card reading or something? This like a, is, like a, not a fortune teller, but a, kind of. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, that, that's the kind of vibe that I'm getting mm-hmm. from it. So a vision board. I, want, I can't do this at home. Yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, unless you have someone who's going to be reading your vision. Gotcha. So, like, it's not like tonight you and your roommate get together, you guys do your own vision board. This is a someone comes to your house, or, or you go. Do you go there probably? Like you could, office? if you had enough people, you, you, you could host them, right? You could host them. Yeah, it might yeah, just yeah. be a little bit more money. You have to have a little fee, maybe. And mm-hmm. then, and what, what? What is their title? What is the vision board person's title? We could say sidekick, but I don't necessarily sidekick. Think, I don't think sidekick. 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 No D, no D, no D. He keeps saying sidekick. No, 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 no. Sidekick. 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 But you acknowledge he's saying this weird. No, I'm not. Saying what? The word sidekick? Sidekick. That's not weird, Grant. Sidekick. Yeah. Sidekick. Sidekick. This visionary person. Like the old phone. Sidekick. No, no, no. No, there's no Sidekick. What are you missing, Grant? Sidekick. Sidekick. Say it one more time. Sidekick. 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 No, no, no. There's no D in there. There's no D in there, Grant. So it's like if you do a heavy breath, it's a... And a kick. What is that? A heavy breath. <laughs> but what is it like? You know, how uh, would you, in like a word, that. what would you go? Oh, what is that? Blank young for pitchers. Sigh young. A sigh. A sigh. Right. There we go. And then it's not a punch, it's a hit. Mm-mm. Oh my God. It's, it's, help me. <laughs> if you don't punch someone, but you, you blank a field goal. Miss. Mm. Oh, this is so I, tough. The ball goes to the foot. The foot touches the Boxing, ball. Boxing, but with a, your legs. Boxing, but with your legs. Kick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a side okay. kick. There you go, buddy. You're killing the game today. So, say it again. Side kick. Side yeah. kick. I don't know what side you're missing, Grant. kick. Okay. Just wanted to get that out. Yeah, so, so, this, so, the visionary tells you So, your you future. bring a side kick. They then do the vision board for you. Exactly. That's, that's the kind of the premise that I'm thinking How's of. How is it different than just having your palm read? I mean, it could be. That's what it could be. They're going to be looking into people's So why vision. do they call it a vision board? Because there's no board with the – what is it? Ryan, what's he talking about? <laughs> I don't know either. There's no board with a tarot reading or a palm reading. This so is what's a the board, board part exactly. They're going to have a board right there. Yep. <laughs> See? And then they're going to put their <laughs> hand in the middle. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think <laughs> Right. So, like, each so, – so, I get to take home my board. Grant has his board. So what do you they do yours? with the board? How does the board work? Well, you're going you're gonna to have this big old board. There's yep. going to be like four corners in there. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be like uh, past. Just Dean Smith's future. offense. Yeah. I don't know. Past, future, yeah. probably present. Whatever. present. Present. What's the fourth one? I don't know. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Who, who knows at this moment in time? But this is what you're going to do. They're gonna, you're going to put your hand... Let's say you want to look back in the past. Yeah. Yeah. That person across the board from you, let's say the professor, the professional. The visionary. Yeah. The visionary. The, per, the whatever this person is going yeah. to be, tell you about the past. Then you're going to put your hand in the future pile. They'll tell you about the future. Mm-hmm. Then in the present, they'll tell you about the present. He's actually got this. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to get there. So that's what a vision board workshop is. That's the workshop. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, Ryan Clary. Thank you.
That is how Ryan explains it all. It's been too long. Yeah, it, 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 I realize that. When's the last time? Like before football season, probably. It's been right? a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, they're doing a Valentine's mixology mm-hmm. in February. You know what that's all about? Of course, it's going to be mixed drinks and everything. They're yeah. gonna, they're What's your favorite teach cocktail? Everyone. Uh, ah. I would just say a Jack and Coke. I'm, I'm kind of a simple guy. Yeah. <laughs> a little simple guy. He, he pandered to the audience yeah, right there. Yeah. You know who he was talking to. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? We got speed dating. Best date, worst date. What's the best place to go on a date? Best place to go on a date. You got to mm. take a lady out. Where are you taking her? You know, I'd probably go to this one place, Colony Grill, I feel like. This, okay. is, it, this is like a nice little spot in Arlington. Home court. Yeah, I love that. One. It's a home court for me right now. So I think Colony Grill would be a good one. What about your worst date? You would t- like, worst. Have you ever been on a really bad date? Where, like, where would you go of course. if you wanted to? Or what would you never do? You know, it's funny. I've actually been on a really bad date at this one place in Clarendon. Oh, I'm forgetting the was name Was it also it. Colony Grill? No, it was not also Colony Grill. <laughs> it was not also Colony Grill. <laughs> Man. I'm, forget, I'm forgetting the spot. It was like this little dive bar in Arlington. No, I, I personally liked it. I don't think the date did, though. She didn't oh, like it. okay. So, it was, so the, the date went poorly. <laughs> yeah. Not because you weren't happy. Yeah, exactly. I was fine. <laughs> I, went, I went bowling once on a first date, and it actually mm. went terribly because I started sweating a lot because it was hot oh, there. Oh, gosh. And it was like I was gross and uncomfortable. I'm and a big fan of a movie first date. Ooh. A lot of people hate that because like, you, you can't don't talk. talk much. Yeah. Do you go to dinner point. first? Yeah, you do dinner. Okay. And then you, yeah, you get dinner to sit there and yeah. kind of cut, take the edge off a little bit. You don't have to be on. You get an hour and a half to sit there, eat some popcorn. Nowadays, two hours and 45 minutes. Sure. I was going to say, Movies yeah. Movies are a little longer. A little director's uh, cut. Last action. event here, February, we've got Tuesday trivia. Mm. I figured we could ask him a couple trivia questions to celebrate that. Uh, my first question is, what sitcom – was Courtney Cox famously on? This is going to be a tough one because I don't know who Courtney Cox is. Oh, right, that is a right. tough question. Can, I, yeah. Is this like a character or is this an actress? What do you think? What do you think it is? I feel like this is an actress because mm-hmm. the way that you kind of You're phrase right. that question. It's the same sitcom that Jennifer Aniston was on. David Schwimmer was on it? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Is it? Always sunny in Philadelphia. Unbelievable. He is good. He always pretends he doesn't know. Are you doing a bit? Are you? No, I'm you not doing a bit. You're doing a bit. I think. I think this is it. I you think, were lulling us to sleep. No, I, no, I, I genuinely think that it was always sunny. In so this Philadelphia. is what always frustrates me. I can't tell if you're kidding or not because, like, you pretended you didn't know, and, and then you nail it like that. At first, you were saying you didn't know, and then you knew it was always sunny, which it was. I would like to take this back because I actually I do know the real one now. I, it was in between these two. It's Friends. Friends is the actual show that it was on. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive because Darius loves this show. He talks about it a lot. I don't really watch it all too Darius much. Darius is a big Friends guy. He's a big we, Friends guy. I, I think know. it's Friends. Darius's two favorite shows, Friends and Impractical Jokes. <laughs> I am definitely not a big Friends guy. I don't know where he got that. So he's just making <laughs> – You're not making stuff up. Darius, you like Friends. Darius likes Friends. He has talked about Friends before. That is not true at all. He has I've probably friends. seen one total episode of Friends all my life. Maybe it's Parks and Rec. Why are you lying about I'm that? I'm not lying. I'm not. This, I thought he liked Friends. But he doesn't. I thought he did. I thought wrong. So you're just saying things now. I guess I am. I don't know. Unbelievable. What if you just went with your first instinct and said always sunny? I, and we I, wouldn't have had this follow-up I where you lied that, about Darius. No, no, no. I, I did not lie. I stretched the truth. Mm. So, <laughs> Friends. Important Friends is my final answer. You're right. You are right. Exactly. I know I'm right. Though. You are Atta right. boy. 
You are right. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Ryan Explains It All. He explained the hell the, out uh, of that. Hit, hit program, uh, as heard right here, only on Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan. Uh, a lot of people still waiting, so let's wrap up this conversation because I do want to get into the Hogshaven piece on some of Rivera's big blunders in just a few minutes. Chris is in Hyattsville. The question for you guys, coaching candidate you'd love hired, coaching candidate you'd be furious if hired. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? I think you guys should spend some more time learning about Darius because yesterday you said that he was a his dad was a Terps mark, which is not true. And now uh, Ryan is saying he loves friends. So uh, you know, just get to know your producers a little bit. It certainly feels um, that way. I, we, so I was doing bits where I was joining just simple, on the simple fact that Darius's dad doesn't like our show and loves 980 and wishes it was like 1996 again and just 980 doing 980 bits. But so I kind of just did a Terps thing as association there. But you're right. But Chris, you're right. You are right. We should get to know our guys a little Mm -hmm. bit. He loves Madden. I know that. That's true. Um, So my absolute uh, number one top seed, Grant, you'll you'll love this because we are in accord here, is Ben Johnson. Attaboy. Uh, Because he is an offensive-minded coach. He's an up-and-comer. Uh, he's worked with a team where he completely turned around their uh, prospects, uh, but also because he respects the running game uh, and understands its role in a modern offense. My absolute no-go, and I'm going to uh, ride uh, on what Danny said, is Harbaugh. Uh, I think the guy is uh, a terrible person. Uh, he might be a great football coach, but uh I don't want him in my organization. I think the 49ers, uh, even as much success he had with them, they couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Um, and you see he's, he's carried his conduct and his you know character and behavior through to Michigan. Um, it doesn't matter in college football because it's a sham anyway. But still, uh, I don't want any part of Harbaugh. I think it would be the all-Harbaugh show all time, and that's not what this organization needs. Yeah, you Thank hired you, Jim Harbaugh. You're getting the Jim Harbaugh it's show. It's the Harbaugh show. There's no doubt. And even if he didn't want it to be, which I think he does, it's like Bryce Harper walking through the doors. He might just want to be one of the guys, hang out at his locker, have a good time. Sorry. You can't be. All eyes are on you. Yeah. Lou in D.C. on line four, hopping in on Grant and Danny. Lou, thank you for the call, sir. Always, always. It's a pleasure being on here, man. Um, so, you know, I always, like, try to defend Sam or E.B., but – as far as the coaching search go, I think you have the guy in the building. I'm defending EB. I know you guys think I'm crazy. How could you say that? We just seen, what, the last six months. But, I mean, if we point that finger, we should be pointing at the guy who built this, this roster the last four years. And this season, he didn't even address the offensive line. So, all of this, you know, the, the EB complain about, oh, you know, his play calling is terrible. He just got here. This team is incomplete. So I don't get the – like, the guy came in here, tried to coach these guys harder, but we got a coach, an actual coach, who wants to babysit these guys. But you guys want to accept that type of stuff, but we want to – when a guy comes in here with two Super Bowls, I mean, come on, Danny, come on, Grant. I mean, you want, you want this guy to walk away – for, I don't know, he could be a head coach, he could be an OC in Pittsburgh. I mean, he got a couple places he could go. But you guys don't want a guy like that, but you want this other toy. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Can you so guys it's, it's pretty simple explanation for me. And 
Dude, no, I hear you, but I always appreciate the phone call, man, and, and the passion. So was the, my, my response to you would be, was the team complete last year? Were they, were, they, were they more or less talented than last year? I think it's probably about the same, maybe a little bit worse. So were the rankings in terms of numbers. Like, in other words, if, if the enemy's offense this year was 17th overall, 20th in yards per play, you know, 19th in terms of points, I'd be, having, I'd be singing a different tune. I'd go, listen, he, he, he took bad and made it okay. That, to me, is what a, what a great coach is going to do, a guy that's really, really good that's elevating things. There's only 32 of these gigs in the world, right? So it's not as if I, I think the enemy's incompetent or, or doesn't deserve to have any kind of job. It's, if you're asking me, should he be the head coach here, the sample that I've got of him here, it's not transformative. It's not, oh, my God, we, we, we can't possibly let the next Sean McVay go or the next Kyle Shanahan go or any of that stuff. I think the enemy's qualified and sharp, and I, I like that he's actually trying to bring some winning culture and attitude to this organization that, that's done nothing but lose for the better part of my lifetime. But in terms of being the head coach here for the next 10, 15 years, if I've got to choose right now, I'd probably say no to that, but it's not as if I'm – saying, you know, he's, he's incompetent, he's a boob, and everybody likes him as stupid. I'm, I'm not going that hard. I won't even worry about the rankings because they're not terrible. They rank 20th in yards per play and I think 23rd in scoring offense or something. They were up in a bunch of categories. But I don't see how you could possibly have watched this offense this year, specifically the second half of this year when they started playing some varsity defenses and come away impressed. That doesn't mean he's batted. I don't think he is. But – did he get the ball to his best players? How many of them got better because he was here? How many of his top talents had really good breakout, breakthrough, elite seasons? You know, those are ways that I judge offensive coordinators. There's a nice chart I saw making the rounds today where you look at receiver separation versus percentage of throws to open receivers, and the idea is it's quarterbacks finding the open man, and it's basically a, a chart of, like, who is helped and schemed for the best as a quarterback. Lamar Jackson is, is like, by the way of this chart, the luckiest quarterback in the league in terms of having a great scheme and open throws. Russell Wilson with uh, Sean Payton. Jared Goff with uh, Ben Johnson. You know, those types of guys are all in the top right. Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Aiden O'Connell. Like, that's the list. Down at the very bottom left, Bryce Young, Sam Howell, Trevor Simeon, Ryan Tannehill, I'm not saying that's all coordinating, but the the whole point of the chart is who got helped the most and the least by scheme and guys being open. Sam got helped very little. And those are the types of things I care about when I'm evaluating coordinators as it pertains to guys that I want calling plays for me. And that's the same exact question as far as wanting a head coach because it's the same thing for me. My play caller on offense is my head coach next year. Grant and Danny on the fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On site at Rudy's Golf. In Kingstown, Alexandria, we're Grant and Danny. You're listening to The Fan. Kick off your future with the law firm of Kondorian Murad. They'll help protect your assets, update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy with one of their Fairfax-based attorneys. Visit them at kmlawyers.com. Got to mention the show to get a discount. kmlawyers.com. They are huge, huge D.C. sports fans. Went to Lake Braddock High School and George Mason University. What do they say? Uh, Heaterp. That's Scott Van Pelt's thing. I think that's a thing. They are Patriots. They I, don't, Patriot. I don't know if that. By the way, I went to a uh, George Mason University Patriots game. Did you? Yes. The uh, the Hooray family cooped up and so sick of each other being at home over the holiday break, which was entirely too long. We upped and went to the uh, George Mason Patriots game. Watched them beat North Carolina A and T pretty soundly. Fun little afternoon. Love that. Yeah. Tony Skin, the new head coach, former. George Mason University Patriot. One of those, like, I remember your whole career and your Final Four run and all that kind of stuff, and now here, here you are. <laughs> the coach, it's crazy. 20 years later, you're yep. like, I suddenly feel I'm old. old. Uh, but they won by a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. like hearing that. Yeah. They probably should have. Yeah. Yeah. But my guess is they were favored by a good bit. They, they were. I felt bad when the uh, North Carolina A&T coach got a tech. Feet on the wood. Did we get some good seats for that one? No, we, we were uh, afterburners. Uh, just way, way, way up high. We needed, we like had, a, we needed some oxygen to get up there where we were because we got the okay. cheap day ups. And I was texting my boy Bill Rowland. You know, were you, who, who over, were really you well. coaching it up? Were you like telling your son, see how he's coming off that screen? Were you doing that bit? I mean, trying to explain to my five year old like what was happening. No, no, but like, the son who you coach in basketball. Were you doing the like? I need you to give me that. You know, pointing at like the no. Power he was more concerned about like the next hot dog or okay. the, or whatever. Um, but I was like he. So, like, my youngest is like, which team is it again? I'm like, the white team, buddy. Like, here we go. We're rooting for them. But I was texting Bill, and he's like, dude, you got to hit me up next time you come to a game so you don't have to sit up at the very with your back against the wall. You know, section ZZZZZZ top up there. Maybe you liked section ZZZZZ top. I was a little tired walking all the way up those steps. Yeah, I, I get a little winded. Yeah, hopefully uh, up there. How about Dalvin Cook to the Ravens? Mm-hmm. Now, I am past the point of thinking Dalvin Cook has a whole lot left in the tank. The Vikings willingly said no thank you, and the Jets subsequently have said no thank you. He averaged 3.2 yards per carry with the Jets this season. Last year with the Vikings was more productive, but not by a ton. 
I did average a little over four yards per carry, though, but he was going to sign with a contender. Yeah, this is the most Baltimore thing ever, by the way. They do this every year. They do. Four-time Pro Bowler. They bring him in. They have huge injuries at the running back position. As they always do. So they're looking for a reinforcement, possibly. I mean, is Dalvin Cook worse than Justice Hill? Can Dalvin's, Dalvin Cook not help you as much as Melvin Gordon? Gus Edwards, basically, but you know, between the 20s. Uh, bye-bye to our Richmond audience, bye, by guys. the way. Thank you for listening. I, I like this. Give him a couple carries. You got Gus inside the five-yard line on goal to go. You got Justice Hill on third down and pass pro and catching some balls out of the backfield. Kick the tires on Dalvin Cook. Good for him. Yeah, they, they've done it with like Melvin Ingram. Already, again, Melvin Gordon. Not Melvin Ingram. That's the linebacker. Uh, Mark Ingram, thank you. Um, they, the Ravens stay doing this. Like, are you a running back? Were you good four or five years ago? Come on by, and they'll be productive in that system because everyone has to respect uh, Lamar Jackson's run ability. But, yeah, it's, it's a smart move. Let's go to Mark, who's in Bethesda on G&D. What's up, Mark? How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Love your show. Appreciate you. Thank you. From Bethesda! Yeah, so uh, I originally called in to let you know that as a middle-aged man living in D.C. Metro, um, Ryan seems like a very sweet young man, uh, but he is definitely a national security risk, and it makes me a little bit fearful (laughs) that he is, you know, manning the the regional or even national airwaves. I I mean, he sounds really like a great person, but he's a national security risk, no doubt about it. So just let me set that aside for a second. As I was waiting, I heard someone, as a Michigan alum, I heard someone talk about uh, Jim Harbaugh. And I just have to say, uh, being a New York transplant and, and, you know, having friends that have suffered through, you know, Dan Snyder, if you don't take Jim Harbaugh, um, Crimea River, uh, Commander's Nation, because he's a winner. And, uh, you know, with all his, you know, pointiness, he's going to bring winning, uh, winning back won. to D.C. And, yep. and, and you guys you guys deserve that. So. So, so if, he, if, if we can get him, we need to get him. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Yeah, there's, it, you just can't argue that, right? And that's what I said when he came up, frankly, when I think, Danny, you would put him in you're not interested at all pile. And my point is I get why people don't like Jim Harbaugh as a guy. I know why you don't want to invite him over to your house for dinner. You cannot argue with the results. 13 years as a – head coach at Stanford and Michigan, and his winning percentage is 720. In the NFL, he was immensely successful in San Francisco and took them to the Super Bowl. And who knows what happens if the power doesn't go out against Seriously. his brother, the Baltimore Ravens. But I just the, the reason I'm, I'm predicting it's not him and why I prefer other guys, number one, I, I would love to ideally find someone who – is younger and, and has like that, not necessarily energy, because him, Pete Carroll, those guys are energetic, but has their best coaching days. Like, to me, it's harder to, to write the bestseller the second time than the first. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for someone who hasn't won already. I'm looking for the next Jim Harbaugh, basically, who 30 years from now is, is a Hall of Famer at two levels. But on top of that, I don't do the end-all, be-all coach slash front office guy. We just did it with Ron Rivera. Daddy don't do coach-centric. Daddy ain't going to do coach-centric ever again. (laughs) And I don't think Jim Harbaugh wants to come here to answer to Ian Cunningham or Alec Hallaby. I think Jim Harbaugh wants to come here and have a press conference and cut a promo as Jim Harbaugh and then go into the room and tell everyone how awesome he is because he's Jim Harbaugh. So 
that's where my interest wanes. But if your if your point is you will win if he comes, you're probably right. Entirely possible, and that's why he'd be a fine hire. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it very well. the The altar of himself is who he worships at, and to me, he's a guy that will bolt again. Because I think he's leaving for the NFL, not because of success, but because there's about to be some scandal and he's going to try to outrun it and go make millions of dollars coaching at the next level just to prove that he can win there too again, which he can. That guy's won at every stop. It's just not, to me, the long-term success model. I mentioned Hogshaven had 10 blunders of this regime. I want to go through and see what we agree and disagree with. We'll do that next. Plus, got an audio vault for you as well. We're Grant and Danny on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 